Welcome to Chick Chat, the Baby Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Nina Spears, the Baby Chick, and today I'm here with Mary Alice, a midwife and team member here at Baby Chick. We're here doling out no-nonsense pregnancy and parenting advice. We've worked with hundreds of families and have condensed all that we've learned to bring you simple, practical, and immediate advice for preventing parenting conundrums. If you're suffering from morning sickness, you know how terrible it can be. I'm sure you've tried everything to find some relief. I've had several of my clients and friends ask me for tips and tricks on how to survive and cure morning sickness, so I wanted to share my list and things that can help with all of you. Hopefully, you haven't tried all of our tips yet and that you find a few new things that will get you back to feeling good. Here are 22 ways to relieve morning sickness. All right, so we're going to get straight to it. So tip number one is eat small meals throughout the day. So having an empty stomach can really actually make your nausea worse. So eating little and often meals help really balance your blood sugar levels. So this is something that I really try to recommend to all moms out there that I know that it's common to do the whole breakfast, lunch, and dinner, especially when you're at work. Maybe you can't get those, those snacks in. But really try and put some snacks all around you and eat up to like six small meals a day rather than three big meals. So think about it as like small but frequent amounts. Yeah. Right, Mary Alice? Yes, because balancing your blood sugar is a really big key to conquering the nausea. So when you eat a big meal with a lot of carbs, your blood sugar spikes up high. And then if you wait, until you're hungry again to eat, your blood sugar will fall. And that's when you get that like lightheaded feeling or like, oh my gosh, I like I gotta eat right now. So you have these peaks and valleys in your blood sugar. And having the more dramatic those are, usually the worse your morning sickness is gonna be. So if you can eat smaller, more frequent meals throughout the day, those little waves are a lot less dramatic and your blood sugar stays more stable and your nausea is usually less. That is so helpful. And I know that a lot of women find that carbs are the most appealing when they're feeling nauseated. Yes. Which, you know, it is all about like good, healthy diet. But at the end of the day, whatever you can keep down, making sure that you're having good caloric intake is is really important. Yes. Eating at all is much better than you know, it's more important to make sure you're eating and getting enough calories than it is to make sure you have a perfectly balanced diet at this point. Yeah, especially in the first trimester, definitely. Yes. So whatever you decide to eat, just make sure that you also eat it slowly. If you're just guzzling that food down, you're probably going to be seeing it come right back up very soon. (laughs) Number two, lie down, but not right after you eat. So when you're pregnant, you really want to make sure that you are getting enough rest and enough naps in. And especially if you're nauseous, being, you know, your nausea can actually become worse if you're stressed out and you're tired. So you need to build some time into your routine to relax and take naps when you can. However, you really don't want to lie down right after you eat because that can just make you feel even more nauseous. And so try and balance that throughout the day, build in times to rest. And if you really do need to lie down right after you eat, you really do feel the need to rest, try and get into like a recliner or a chair or something more supportive so that you're not totally flat. Yes. An incline that, you know, reclining back rather than like a full laying down, I think definitely helps if you have to do it right after you eat. Yes. Makes a big difference. 
definitely. Okay, tip number three, get up slowly in the morning. So I don't know about you guys, but when the alarm goes off, I have to immediately like get up, push the button and like jump out of bed. Because if I don't, if I just like, oh, stretch and turn my alarm off, I just like play with my phone or like go right back to sleep. And then yeah, I'm going to be late for all the things that I do. But this is definitely not something that you should be doing is just jumping right out of bed. So hopefully, you know that you're pregnant, you're going to be sleeping on your side when you hear your alarm or whenever you have to wake up, take a breath, exhale, and then slowly push yourself up from your side with your arms. Sit for a second, you know, stretch your toes, your roll your ankles, your neck, take big, deep breaths before you have to get up in the morning because when you're just jumping up, it can really make your stomach unsettled. I think that even happens with me not being pregnant. So being pregnant for sure, take it slow in the morning. Mm-hmm. And number four, keep snacks around and that can, you know, go hand in hand with not jumping out of bed. Try and kind of you know, recline, sit up for a second before you get out of bed. And if you really have been feeling that morning sickness in the morning, keep some saltines or something, some nuts, something, you know, a quick fix on your bedside table to eat first thing in the morning to put something in your stomach. You know, you can also keep snacks in your car, your office, your purse, reminding yourself that you should be lightly grazing throughout the day. You want to, you know, you're going to have to test things out and find the food and drinks that work for you to ease your nausea. But for most people, things like crackers and dry roasted nuts work really well. And also drinks like a little bit of a flattened Coke, 7-Up, or seltzer water. Seltzer with a slice of lemon or lime, that citrus can really help. And just keep all that on hand when you know you've been feeling sick. Yeah, especially if you know that there are certain times of the day that mm-hmm. oh, your your nausea will really get up there. Definitely, yeah, making sure you have those on hand definitely mm-hmm. will will help. Okay, number 5. Eat protein-rich foods. So, we know that it's been proven in studies that eating simple, high-protein foods that are like rich in vitamin B such as nuts can really help with morning sickness. We know that high protein foods are actually really good for pregnancy in general, but yeah, making sure that you incorporate that for your nausea is is really helpful too. Yes, and protein eating foods high in protein is all about controlling those peaks and valleys of your blood sugar. And if you can pair something really high in protein with your carbohydrates, that helps to keep your blood sugar from having those really big dips and peaks and so that helps you stay more even and feel less sick. Number six, steer clear of spicy, acidic, and fried foods. These are foods that can upset your stomach even if you're not pregnant. And when you are pregnant, your digestion is slower and food sits in your stomach longer, giving it even longer to sit there and upset you, give you reflux and just cause some really unpleasant sensations. Yeah, heartburn, all that. Absolutely. So if you're feeling some morning sickness already, you know, you're in your first trimester, you're feeling sick, it's best to just try and avoid those foods. Right. And tip number seven is eat food that is cold or at room temperature. And I feel like this also goes kind of with like 
tip number six. So, you know, foods that have like that stronger aroma, they tend to be those hot meals. So try and stay away from anything that's too aromatic because that can really make your stomach toss and turn. So definitely staying with the cold meals or meals that are at room temperature are best for your morning sickness. So, and because again, with those hot meals, they may have like certain spices, things that can just make your, your stomach not, not settled. Absolutely. And number eight, really trying to avoid those foods and the smells that trigger your nausea. Most people will notice that like, you know, oh, I really can't stand the smell of meat right now or whatever it is. And once you notice those things, it's okay to stand up for yourself and say, you know what, babe, you cannot make burgers in the house anymore. You need to go outside and grill them because I just can't stand the smell of that. And just know that, you know, even if, the foods that aren't triggering nausea don't add up to a perfectly balanced diet. Again, that's okay right now. Yeah. And even like whenever it's not food, I have this example of when I was pregnant in my first trimester, for some reason, dog food, feeding the dogs every morning is what I do. And when I would open their bag of dog food, I would literally be so sick. I just couldn't, I couldn't handle that smell. And I had to really speak up and, and tell my husband like, Hey, I can't feed the dogs right now. It's just making me sick to my stomach. So like Mary Alice said, not only trying to avoid foods, uh, but just any smell, <laughs> if that's triggering your nausea, speak up to the people around you to see if they can help make sure that you don't have to handle those kind of things or just can stay away from those smells. Definitely. Number nine, brush your teeth and rinse out your mouth after eating. This is pretty self-explanatory, but just cleansing your palate and getting rid of whatever that taste was in your mouth, whatever that smell is that's hanging around can really help to just press the reset button on how you're feeling. I agree. I think that for me, it was so helpful to keep like some peppermints in my purse or also just bringing my toothbrush and toothpaste with me um, whenever I ate. Just having that fresh feeling in my mouth really helped with that nauseous feeling. And tip number 10 is to keep yourself hydrated. So we really should be aiming to drink about a quarter and a half, which is about 48 ounces of water each day. I know that Mary Alice and many other um, healthcare uh, practitioners will say like, actually, you should be drinking like a gallon of water a day. So yeah, try to make sure that you're keeping bottles of water or pitchers of water or a whole gallon of water on hand. So whether you're having that gallon of water like at your work office and you know, you're trying to make sure that you are reminding yourself, I need to be drinking at this much water and staying hydrated to really help with not only, you know, my pregnancy, but also with my nausea. And honestly, if you've been vomiting a lot, try something else if the water is just not doing for you. So a sports drink that contains mm -hmm. like that glucose, salt, and potassium to replace those lost electrolytes that you've been losing, you know, when you're vomiting can help. Coconut water is another awesome substitute if water is not doing it. But if just even adding, you know, some lemon or lime or any type of citrus to your water can really help you maintain your water intake, but, you know, keeping it down as well. Absolutely. And along the lines of water, really try to drink mostly in between meals. 
Um, if you're finding it hard to keep fluids down, try to limit the amount that you drink while you're eating. You might find that, you know, the combination of eating and drinking fluids is just filling your stomach up too much. Some people also find that things like ginger ale, Sprite, 7-Up, or soda water that are a little bit flat, you know, aren't like super carbonated and that are cold can help a lot. Also, some people like lemonade and sour drinks and find that those are easier to handle on their appetite. I know Nina was like obsessed with lemonade while she was pregnant. I had to have it all the time. It was so good. (laughs) And drinking tea can also be a really good option to stay hydrated and help with your nausea. There are lots of things if you Google like pregnancy tea or first trimester tea, morning sickness tea, lots and lots of options on the market. But most of them are going to contain things like ginger um, and you can add lemon or whatever you need in order to kind of help you stay hydrated and control your nausea at the same time. Tip number 12 goes kind of along like what Mary Alice was saying, drinking mostly between meals. But when you're trying not to drink too much during your meals, also, this is this is the tip. Don't drink so much all at once. The reason is, you know, you can really fill up your stomach and feeling full. And that feeling full is also another, another thing that can cause you to feel nauseous. So a good strategy is just to sip on your fluids throughout the day. So try and have, you know, your bottle of water with a straw. I, for some, some reason, having a straw just makes it that much easier Mm -hmm. to sip throughout the day and remind yourself to sip. Um, because if it doesn't have a straw, I don't know, we're not as quick to reach out and take that sip. So so yeah, just again, not too much all at once, just kind of sipping throughout the day is the way to go. Absolutely. Number 13, watch for non-food triggers too. So really try and keep track of what it is that makes you feel that nausea, be it a warm or stuffy room, the smell of a heavy perfume, riding in the car. I know that when I ride in the car with an empty stomach, that makes me feel really sick. Um, or even changing positions too quickly, getting up or down could trigger your nausea. Also, turning down the brightness on your computer can really help to curb your nausea and on your phone. Plus, it saves battery life. And really being able to recognize those triggers means that then you can avoid them and help you feel, you know, help yourself feel better. Yeah, because I think that a lot of us just think of like, oh, it's just food stuff. But there are so many things that are around us that can actually cause nausea. And for us to like make that effort of like, okay, there's obviously something else that's making me feel nauseous. So paying attention to those things is, is important. Yeah. So number 14 get fresh air. So this is something that can help when you're experiencing any of those things. If they, if you do, you know, have a, a, your computer way too bright and it's causing you to get a headache and feel nauseous, like if you can get up and go outside and get some air, some fresh air, oh, that is going to make you feel so much mm-hmm. better. So going for a walk or opening a window can help. So if you can schedule that in your day of like, I'm going to go for a walk, you know, uh, d- uh, during my lunch break or, you know, after I get home or after dinner can, can definitely help. But again, if it's in the morning, if you can go on that walk first thing in the morning, just to also stretch and breathe, it doesn't need to be like a run, obviously, but that fresh air in your lungs just really, really helps. Absolutely. Number 15, sniff a fresh scent. So if you can't pop open a window, you're you're sitting at your desk and that's just not an option, it can really be helpful to have something with you that 
has a fresh scent, whether you have a tangerine or an orange that you can peel open, you could leave that peel on your desk. Citrus fruits work so well. You could have a diffuser for some mint and some lemon oil. You could carry a drop or two of essential oil on a towel or a hanky to smell throughout the day. And one, you know, new product that I'm really loving is these little nose clips called Cure Ease. And they, you clip them into your nose kind of on the inside, like the way a bull ring piercing would sit, but they're clear plastic. And then they have these two little nubs of essential lemon oil. These are really great for if you go somewhere where you know you can't avoid a smell, like you're going to the pet store and you are going to smell pets no matter what. I had a friend go to Japan and they were going to a fish market and she wore them in the fish market because obviously the fish market is going to smell like fish. And so having that with you to you know just be a constant way to smell something fresh is, is really cool. And I love that. I love that tip because, yeah, it can be kind of weird if you're constantly like smelling your wrist or a hanky or whatever. <laughs> so having that already in your nose and just taking that big deep breath through your nose is really cool. I love that. Okay. Tip number 16 is take a vitamin B6. So it's been shown that taking 50 milligrams of vitamin B6 per day has been helpful to relieve nausea. Obviously, when it comes to any type of you know, supplement or whatnot, we always recommend that you consult with your care provider first before trying an option. Definitely. Number 17, taking your prenatal vitamins with food or just before bed. For some people, taking their prenatal vitamin by itself or on an empty stomach can really trigger, trigger some nausea. I mean, vitamins just don't generally smell very good. Um, and so if you can take them with food to kind of mitigate that, just like sitting in your stomach and, you know, smelling like that, or, you know, take them right before bed. So you take it and you go to sleep, like you just take it and drift off to sleep and you don't even let yourself feel the feeling of having it inside, you know, sit in your stomach it can be a really helpful way to avoid that. And, you know, in an extreme case, you can definitely talk to your healthcare provider and just say, I cannot keep my prenatal vitamin down. You know, maybe you switch to a gummy, which probably has less of a, you know, high nutrition count, but also is something and isn't going to make you feel sick, or you just stop taking it until you're feeling better. Definitely. Okay. Next tip is try ginger, which we already know you have because that is like the go-to thing that everyone does when it comes to, oh, you're feeling nauseous, you should take ginger. So yeah, if you can find like ginger ale, make sure that first off that it's made with real ginger, ginger because most supermarket ginger ales actually aren't made with real ginger. So yeah, definitely do that. But you can also like just grate some fresh ginger into like hot water or make ginger tea or see if you have any like ginger candies at your grocery store. There's even like crystallized ginger and that can really help. So yes, ginger is definitely your friend because it can be cooked, spiced, candied, raw, or in like ale form because ginger beer is also a great option. Um, it has no alcohol, so you're good. But ginger is a really good thing. Yes. And there's some research showing that taking a powdered ginger root capsule can provide some relief too. But there's not a lot of research on how much of the active ingredient is safe um, in these ginger supplements. So you want to make sure you talk to your healthcare provider before trying that. Number 18, try peppermint. You know, ginger is the go-to, but peppermint can be just as helpful, whether you're smelling peppermint oil, sipping peppermint tea, sucking on a peppermint candy, keeping them in your bag, um, especially after you eat. You know, even just the scent of peppermint can really help to curb nausea for people. Number 19. 
try preggy pops or preggy drops. So these candies are actually naturally flavored and specifically formulated lollipops and lozenges made for pregnant women experiencing morning sickness. So these pops and drops offer relief like via a combination of essential oils and aromatherapy. They're really cool. They came out gosh, years and years ago, but many moms have loved them and raved over them because they have definitely helped with their nauseous feelings. And I will say they are candies, but they don't taste like your traditional candy because they are using, you know, those essential oils and aromatherapy. So they are fine and they taste fine and they taste, you know, like candies, but not too sweet. So just a little forewarning before you try them, you'll be like, oh, this is a different type of candy, but you should be hopefully feeling better in no time. Absolutely. Number 20, try an acupressure band. So those C bands, which are these soft cotton wristbands and hold an acupressure point at the bottom of your wrist, you can find them at drugstores all over and they can really, really help to ward off morning sickness. They were actually designed for seasickness, but they found um, that lots of pregnant women are loving them and they've like rebranded them to also be for pregnant women. Yeah. I I swear I've had so many moms that that we've worked with that love these. They go, yeah. I look ridiculous. It looks like I'm about to go like go to a tennis match, but I don't <laughs> yeah, they care. Like, they look like sweatbands. Yeah. They do. And I think go, for pregnant moms are like pink. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Pink or purple or something like that. But they're, they really, really do help. Um, you may feel like you look ridiculous, but at the end of the day, if you're feeling better, who cares? It doesn't hurt to give it a shot for sure. Okay. Tip number 21 is to consider seeing an acupuncturist. So yes, some therapies like reflexology may really help cope with sickness. You probably have already looked into this because this is another thing that people can say really helps with nausea, but just make sure that you go to a qualified therapist who has experience treating nausea during pregnancy because some acupuncturists, maybe they just only see non-pregnant people. So make sure that they have plenty of experience and training when working with someone who is pregnant. Yes. Number 22, carry a survival kit. So you have all of these tips now. And once you figure out what works for you, or even if you have something you want to try, make yourself a little survival kit, a little baggie, a little pouch in your purse, and put a bottle of water, your vitamins, if you're on acid reflux meds, or even if you're on, um, if you're on anti-nausea meds, put some sour candies, some ginger chews, some peppermints, some tea bags, some oils, Put everything you need into a little kit and keep it with you. Just know that using all of these, um, using all of these together and knowing what your triggers are and knowing what best is working for you, that's how you're going to survive this. And also know that morning sickness does go away for almost everybody. Yeah. Um, Especially once you have the baby. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully well before that. I mean, very, you know, very infrequently people will, will have some morning sickness into their second trimester, or it'll kind of recur in their third trimester once all their guts are getting pushed up and they're having more acid reflux. But, you know, just know that this is, we're going to get through this. And, Obviously, there are more severe cases of hyperemesis that do require, you know, fluid and nutrition through an IV. And if you're really unable to keep any food down, you do need to talk to your um, healthcare provider. Definitely. They can prescribe some medication for you to, to hopefully help if it's something uh, way, way worse. Absolutely. Okay. All right, y'all. 
We want to know, are there any tips that we left off our list? I feel like we covered them all, but we want to know if there is anything that really helped you with morning sickness. So please share them with our community and join the conversation on our Facebook page where we'll be posting today's episode and answering questions in the comments. We want all of our pregnant mamas to feel good out there. So as always, subscribe to Chick Chat, the Baby Chick podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and of course, our website, www dot baby hyphen chick dot com.